to the program. We opened up with uh, Mary Lou Williams on the piano, and she did a boogie, Mysterioso. Then the great Hannah Brooks, uh, swinging the boogie. So the ladies on the keyboards opening up the Old Cadger Radio Show this week. <laughs> we had a lot of excitement at the Pouton Shanty this week. I accidentally locked myself out, so uh, I used what I was told is called a, a keyless remote to get in. I heaved a brick through the window. Well, on Monday, my old buddy Red Butler came by, and we painted the interior of the Pouton Shanty. And then we sat together for hours, and we watched the paint dry. Have you ever watched paint dry? I know it's often referred to as something kind of boring, but it's actually quite exciting. You get totally absorbed in the process. It's slow, but it's mesmerizing. Me and Red opened up a fresh bottle of Sly Weezer bourbon, and we toasted our handiwork. And then we sat there for a while and continued to focus on the drying paint. Then we had another glass of Sly Weezer. The paint was glossy when we first applied it, but after about 45 minutes, it began to lose its luster. By then, it was sort of semi-gloss. 
Nature was doing its job. Drying paint is, is an all-natural process. I'm sure you WFMU hippies can appreciate that. Well, we knew the paint would eventually dry, but it wasn't dry yet, and there was nothing we could do to hasten the outcome. We were prepared to sit for the long haul. So, we had another glass of Skyweasel bourbon. Now, eventually, we depleted the bottle. But we had a backup, an unopened bottle of Beyond Water, a fine amber-colored beverage produced by uh, Del Barton Holistics, who, who happened to be a sponsor of the Old Codger Radio Show. Beyond Water is aged in charred oak casks. It's triple distilled and bottled in bond in small batches. It's just like water, except it's beyond. It tastes different. It adjusts your focus. It helps you concentrate. When you're watching paint dry, you'll really watch. You don't miss anything. So Red and I continued watching the paint dry. After about three hours of visual observation, we decided we would do a, a, a tactile inspection. We were going to touch the walls to see how dry the paint was. So we got up out of our chairs. Slowly. Our equilibrium was a bit off by then. <laughs> Must have been the paint fumes. So we sat back down. Eventually, I got on my feet, and I helped Red get out of his chair. But when he grabbed my arm, instead of me pulling him up, he fell backwards and pulled me down. <laughs> I fell on the floor. Then we began to laugh a lot. I got back in my chair, and we laughed together for about ten minutes. Then we fell asleep. When we woke up five hours later, the paint was dry. Too bad. We missed so much of the action. Well, anyway, well, now on the Old Codger Radio Show, we've got a message from our sponsors at Del Barton Kitchens, where integrity is not unknown, it's just not a priority. Ah, listen to the children play out there. Not my own, of course. This is my side gig. What can we learn from observing their innocence, their lightness of spirit, their natural eagerness? Not much, I dare say, but one can't help but be impressed by just how much grub they can cram into their tiny bodies. And when they come screaming in here demanding lunch, I have a simple solution that works a treat every time. My secret is hardly hamster. It's a soy and sawdust-based hamster substitute with the flavor profile of real hamster and no marsupial aftertaste. Hardly Hamster is paleo-accessible and suitable for moderate veganish dabblers with only 1% of the actual hamster polyphenol flavonoids that children love so. Hardly Hamster is 3D printed in a choice of four sizes. Minuscola, piccola, normale, and for those with a hearty hunger, gigantesco. But whether or not they're as impressed by pretentious Italianate-sized designations as are their cosmopolitan adult counterparts, your little tribe of rodent-gobbling tots will fall for it every time. Hardly hamster. From the Del Barton kitchens to your table. And after that, it's not our problem.
joy of my life. I mean, I'm worried, baby, to the last inch of my life. Oh, the woman I'm loving, baby, Lord, she just really won't treat me right. I'd rather see my little girl sinking in some cyber grove. I'd rather see you, baby, sinking in some cyber grove. Be hanging around this man's town, some man just rumpling all up your clothes. I should be going out of here myself. Nevertheless, with your permission, this tramp. A tramp was leaning against the house, closed by a window frame. Inside, he heard voices. Just then, a woman exclaimed, You simply can't do it that way. Hurry, don't you see I can't wait? You always let it wobble so. Why, uh, you just can't keep it straight. Now let's try and do it this way. But be very careful of my dress. You know, if you let it slip out, darling, you'll uh, make an awful mess. Now let's see if we can't uh, do it this way, or else we can't do it at all. Yours must be too big, my darling, or mine must be too small. my baby, and uh, you will surely win. See? Now you've got it straight. For God's sake, won't you kindly shove it in? Bye-bye. 
the tramp became excited. And uh, for the window he dove and found a man and a woman fitting a stovepipe into a stove. Bleach that set of music. Uh, we started out with Jelly Roll Morton and the Smokehouse Blues. Bo Carter sang, I Keep on Spending My Change. Cleo Brown. Uh, haven't played much Cleo Brown on this program, but we're going to be playing a lot because we like Cleo Brown. Uh, we heard uh, Cleo Brown sang Tramp. And then Mac Maxine Sullivan, Who is Sylvia? was the song. Here on your Kaiju radio show, The Pirco Cheap Cigar Boudoir, on WFMU. Heard every Thursday over the Old Codger Radio Network. As you know, the Old Codger Radio Show is made possible by funding, and that funding often comes from commercial sponsorship, unlike the rest of the radio station. We just don't care about what everybody else thinks is a principle of some sort. Principles, bah, hooey. Anyway, our load of bear pancake tells me that we have a commercial scheduled at this point in the program. It's for uh, Wapner's Vaginal Cones. We, we first aired this commercial on August 13th, last year. It's a fine product for the ladies, so the menfolk can go refill their glass while this commercial airs, or you know, go outside and do your yawning exercises, or, or stay by the radio and listen to this advertisement and then shoot yourself. Well, the, the announcer for this spot is the charming and always accommodating Unita Bodenheim. She is the only Bodenheim without a rap sheet. Now, Lodebell, she's my advertising director, Lodebell Pancake, notified me that the Wapners front office have not paid their bill for the first commercial. Yes, Wapners vaginal cones are in arrears. Well, we may have to change the billing policy for the Orcadra show. We might have to require 
uh, deposit for vaginal cones up front. The Dill Barton people, by comparison, are usually pretty good about paying their bills, but Wapner's is not affiliated with Dell Barton. Wapner's might be some rogue operation. We, we don't do much research on these companies. If they want to advertise, the primary consideration is how much are they willing to pay? All other considerations, including product quality, are secondary. I'm sure that you, as a WFMU listener, understand when quality is an afterthought. At any rate, when we say the show must go on, and the show includes scheduled commercials, the commercials must go on. So here it is, for Wapner's Vaginal Corns. After, afterwards, we will turn this matter over to our collections department. Shh, ladies, do you have a secret feminine cold? Or, as your doctor might tell you, catar of the vagina? Well, go ahead and blow your nose and suffer in silence no more. Ask your druggist for a box of Wapner's Vaginal Cones, the number one antiseptic preparation for ladies. Wapner's Cones contain a therapeutic blend of special substances derived straight from Mother Nature with a little help from medically trained doctors. This proprietary formula is a blockbuster combination of imported Italian sodium bicarbonate, formaldehyde, and picric acid, a battle-tested explosive proven to blast away nasty germs that may cause infection and odor. All in convenient cone form. When exposed to moisture, the cone's water-soluble carapace will melt, and it will deliver up to five hours of medication to your special area while you go about your day with a smile. You can shop, bake, swim, and even vacuum with complete confidence. Nobody will know you've got a Wapner's cone in there. You'll know it's working when you feel the tingle. And with Wapner's signature scent, you'll be spreading the pleasant aroma of orange blossoms everywhere you go. What's more, if you're a housewife who cares about the health of her family, toss a Wapner's Vaginal Cone into your laundry to super sanitize your load. Wapner's Vaginal Cones. Shh. When it's feminine cold season, they're your new little secret. Caution. Contents may explode. Do not subject Wapner's Cones to flame, dry friction, or rapid changes in temperature. Ich 
little boy was wild about a little girl who found it out. She tried to play so hard to get. You know, he hasn't even kissed her yet. He comes around and she turns him down, comes back again and hangs around waiting for one kiss while he pleads like this. Oh, give me a little kiss. Will ya, huh? What do you wanna miss? Will ya, huh? Gosh, oh gee. Why do you refuse? You know I can't see. What you've got to lose? Oh, give me a little squeeze. Will ya, huh? Why do you wanna make me blue? You know, I wouldn't say a word if I were asking for the world. But what's a little kiss between a fella and his girl, huh? Oh, give me a little kiss. Will you, huh? And I'll give it right back to you. It's been a year since first they met. And he hadn't quite, he hasn't quite succeeded yet. A month ago, why, he held her hand. And his patience, well, I can't quite understand. That they're engaged don't mean a thing. He's in a rage and he takes back his ring. Gives it back once more while he starts to roar. Oh, give me a little kiss. Will you have? What are you gonna miss? Will you have? Gosh, oh gee. Why do you refuse? You know, I can't see. What you've got to lose, oh, give me a little squeeze. Will you hang? Why do you want to make me blue? You know, I wouldn't say a word if I were asking for the world. What's a little kiss between a fella and his girl? Oh, give me a little kiss. Will you hang? And I'll give it right back to you. And then she says, give me a little coat. Will you hang? Table or mink or goat, will you hand? You know, my poor hand, you're as bare as anything. I could stand a little bracelet, maybe a diamond ring. Eh, give me a little car, will you hand? That would be mighty nice to do. A packet or a Lincoln or a Cadillac sedan. I'll even take a roll and you can add a chauffeur man. But don't you give me a little Ford, will you hand? Or I'll give it right back to you. In that splendid set of music, we started out with Irene Isinger and Richard Fritz Wolf with Tick Toe Tick Ta. Then Noel Coward sang You'd Be So Nice to Come Home To. He wrote that. Then Ruth Edding sang Deed I Do. And we finished up with Whispering Jack Smith with Give Me a Little Kiss, will ya? Huh? Now, if you're a regular listener, to the old Godger radio show, you know that last year we upgraded the Pouton Shanty. That Pouton Shanty is the outer building which I use as a broadcasting studio for this show. Now, it is not specifically built for broadcasting. It is designed, as the name would indicate, for pouting, because a man's got to have a place of his own to pout. That's the main purpose of a Pouton Shanty. You see them out in the country all the time. We bought this one the new one from Sears. It's an official Sears Pouton Shanty. Well, since we have it outfitted for the radio show, the Pouton Shanty now is uh, what you call a, a mixed-use facility. However, uh, mixed-use does not imply that you can do just anything you want in here. One thing that is not allowed in the Pouton Shanty is sulking. You cannot come in here and sulk. I don't mind if my buddies want to join me in here to, to pout, but if they start to sulk... Out they go. So, we are ordering a new Sears sulking shed. Yes, it will be placed across the yard. But you don't go to it to sulk. No, I feel like sulking. I'll go sit in the shed. No, you are banished to it. It's a place for other people, me, to put you in time out. It's an inescapable penalty box with soundproof baffles. On the door is a sturdy external locking mechanism. It locks from the outside. Now, there's an optional timer which will release the lock after your particular grade of sulk. 
is likely to expire. Now, because people who sulk are prone to sudden outbursts of emotion, the walls are coated with heavy-duty, noise-absorbent insulation. And there's an optional rage room. It's an, it's an annex. It, it costs extra. Because people who sulk, they don't just get emotional. Sometimes they get angry. The rage room is fully buffered against uh, self-injury, and it cannot be breached by individuals weighing up to 260 pounds. Now, the rage room can also be equipped with choking dummies. Dummies you can choke, but you, you can't choke the life out of them because they have no life. They're dummies. These dummies come in various configurations. Political figures, clowns. Uh, you can get a personalized nemesis. You know, you, you submit a photo or a crime sketch, and they make the dummy to, to, to replicate that person. You choke it until your rage is exhausted. Now, the sulking shed and the rage room, they're, they're fully warranted. And yes, <laughs> Lola Bell is talking to the Sears people about advertising their sulking shed on this program. Now, back to the music with 260 pounds of Sophie Tucker. Wined and dined on mulligan stew And never wished for turkey She's hitched and hiked and drifted too From Maine to Albuquerque Alas, she missed the Beaux-Arts ball And what is twice as sad She was never at a party where They honored no cat Society, she says, is much too fat Preferring her bohemia first and last. She gets too hungry for dinner at eight. She likes the theater, but never comes late. She never bothers with people she hates. That's why the lady is a tramp. She don't like crap games with barons and earls. Won't go to Harlem in ermine and fur. Won't dish the dirt with the rest of the girls. That's why the lady is a tramp. She likes the free, fresh wind in her hair. Life without care. She's broke, it's old, hates California, cause it's cold and it's damp. That's why the lady is a trap. She goes to cold, the beach is divine. She goes to Baldwin, the beaches are fine. She follows Winston and reads. Every line That's why the lady Is a tramp She likes the prize fight That isn't a fake She loves the rowing On Central Park Lake She goes to opera Stays wide awake That's why the lady Is a tramp she likes the green grass under her shoe. What can she lose? She's flat, that's that. She's all alone when she lowers her lamp. That's why the lady is a But in his chicken, he's weak. Oh. 
Not tonight, Snooks. I'm going to put out the light, so turn over and go to... Snooks! What is it, Daddy? Look at that dirty neck. I don't think there's anything in the world dirtier than that neck. Yes, there is. You ought to see my hands. Good heavens, come in here. I'll see that you're washed. Those hands and those ears. What do you want to be, a little girl or a little pig? Oh, stop that. <laughs> Now stand still while I scrub that neck. Mm, not so hard, Daddy. Got to get this dirt off. It's full of germs. There. Now here's a towel. What's germs, Daddy? I never saw one. You can't see them. They're so small you can only see them through a microscope. They cause sickness and disease. Do they have to wash their hands and face? No, they don't. Then I want to be a jerk. No. I want to be a jerk. You can't be a jerk. <laughs> I want to be a jerk. Oh, don't be silly. Now get into bed, Snooks. Good night. Good night, Daddy. Did I fall asleep? 
I had a dream that I was getting smaller and smaller until I was so small no one could see me. I was a germ. Well, look who's here. A new germ. I'm not really a germ. I'm Baby Snoops. <laughs> not a germ? Take a look in this mirror. Why? My face is Baby Snoops. But the rest of me looks like you. Of course. You're a germ. You don't like clean things, do you? <laughs> no. See? That proves it. Neither do the rest of us germs. Do we? No! You see, we germs can't live where things are clean. We have to have things dirty to stay alive. You mean you die when people wash with soap? Don't ever say that word, soap. We germs hate it. Why, if everybody washed things with soap and water, we'd be all wiped out. We'd never have any more fun, like making people sick. <laughs> fun? Like making people sick? Why, there ought to be a war against you, germs. I wish I had a lot of soap and hot water. I'd pour it all over you. Don't say that word. Scared of it, huh? Well, listen. Soap, 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 soap and water. They chased after me, but just before they caught me, I woke up. Ever since then, I always wash myself good and clean because soap and water are the things we order. Give our hands and faces plenty of. If we're clean, we can then be seen as the boys and girls our parents love. Germs are hidden each speck of grime. Soap gets rid of them every time. Good. Good scrubbing, whenever we are tubbing, we'll wash those dirty germs right down the drain. Well, you guys, the radio show for this week is uh, drawing to a close. I know, you're going to miss me, but I'll be back next week. Well, let me do the final set recap. We started out with uh, Sophie Tucker, and the lady is a tramp. Then Helen Kane sang, uh, He's So Unusual. Hartman's Heartbreakers with Betty Lou singing there on the song, Please, Mr. Moon, Don't Tell on Me. And then uh, Jabbo Smith leading his band there with the Michigander Blues. And we closed out with uh, a little song that hopefully was instructive to a lot of our less hygienic listeners. It was called Cleanliness, sung by Fanny Bryce as Baby Snooks. Anyway, all that music here on the Ocadra Radio Show Tomorrow morning, I have an appointment with my dentist. My dentist is uh, is John Doc McTeague. He's a well-trained professional. He learned his trade from uh, the noted traveling dental physician, Dr. Painless Potter. That was what he was known as, Dr. Painless Potter. It's what it said right on the side of his carriage. Anyway, Doc McTeague's a, he's a good guy and good dentist, but he's, he's having problems with his wife, Trina. I have some advice for him if he's willing to listen to me, and that is, uh, Doc, don't let dames push you around. Look at me. The only dame I ever let push me around was was, uh, was Sophie Tucker, actually. But uh, nobody pushed Sophie around. If you tried to push Sophie around, you would have gotten a hernia. When Sophie performed in your town, she didn't need a cabaret license. She needed a building permit. Anyway, this is WFMU, East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope, in New York City and Rockland County, 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. Stay tuned for Hardy White, brought to you by Goofy Puppy Snops. On tonight's show, Hardy White will explain how to hit the proverbial nail on the proverbial head without giving that proverbial nail a proverbial headache and without smashing your proverbial fingers. Leave it to Hardy to deal with life's pressing issues. All the information you get from Hardy White may be incorrect, but he can't guarantee it.
<laughs> Old Frightening Face and Scary Head are back. Head towards the door. I'll distract them. Go. Well, we made it out. Yeah, but look where we are now. Oh, brother. New from Tabolo. Space Master. A toy of great power. Conquerors of galaxies. Space Masters respond. Embrace destiny. Space Master Arvocon. Space Master Cormacon. Zoom. No time to waste. No space too much to defend. Expand and react. No way. Arvocon. Cormacon. Kakuchi-Con, Green-Con, Space Masters, new from Tabolo. I'm glad we got out of there, but this ghostly wasteland doesn't look any safer. Speaking of ghostly, do you see that army of spooky specters headed at us? Those glowing ghostly figures assembling in the mist? Yeah, those ones. Well, there sure is nowhere left to run. I'm tired of running anyway. I guess it's time for some phantom fighting. Fighting an army of soulless dead isn't that much different from fighting an army of soulless living. I hope you're right. driving. Is this your ship, Captain? Why, yes it is. Why do you ask? Do you drive recklessly? Well, yes, sometimes I drive recklessly. Are there consequences? Why, yes, sometimes things go terribly wrong. Oh, in fact, one time I made a rift in space and time. Don't be like this guy. Don't drive recklessly. Hey, wait a minute. Listen to this. Three people wanted to play the main roles in a dream Lou is having, combining Scooby-Doo with Lord of the Rings. I'm not playing any of those characters from either film. Film? <laughs> it's okay. They don't have exact correlating counterparts. It's more of a general feeling. We're still us. Uh, I don't know that I'd mind being an elf. You're more the Santa Claus kind of jolly old elf. Except you're not jolly. I'm jolly? Not really. I'm joyful. Yeah, okay, listen, I'm in. Good, I'll get the van. What van? Hearty Whites. You called, sire? Can you sing? Uh, not well. I want you to sing something sad and ironic. I just sent my army to its certain and unnecessary death, and I want some fruit-eating music. Well, I'll try, sire. Do it. <clears throat> we think we won by land. And then when it comes, we regret our decision. The pain and suffering Stone. 
And we don't eat fruit on Sunday's day. Go on, I'm done. A man came into town and he was wearing pants. Nice pants. All the people asked him, what kind of pants you wearing there, partner? He responded, I'm wearing friendship pants. They protect me and give me strength. And all the people gathered around because they were fascinated by the stranger's pants of confidence. And they asked him how they could get such garments that were woven from the bonds of human kindness and affection. Follow me, said the man with the pants and the colorful mind. Follow me. Follow me. Pants. My grandfather used to do this little trick, play this trick on me when I was a kid, and he'd reach around and pretend to grab my spine and pull my spine out, and then he'd show me his fist and have a human spine in it, and he'd say, I got your back, and he'd do that with my nose too, but it wasn't as profound a statement. I got your back. I want to talk to you today, friends, about being friends and having your back. I don't just have your back. But I have the soles of your shoes, too, because you can be attacked through them. I was thinking about both Scooby-Doo and Lord of the Rings because I recently got hit on the head while I was watching TV and went into a dream state and thought I was in both of the shows at the same time. I played you a little bit of that dream early on. You say, well, it says it's Lou's dream. Oh, right, it happened to Lou. But we're friends, and we're all in this together. And that means stealing one another's stories. My friends tend to do that. Say, I heard Mark tell a story. Oh, really? Yep, and it was the one that happened to you. Say, well, it's okay. I mean, if we're not in the same town, it's all right. You can borrow my 